Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live.
and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 545 will start right after these messages from thecrystalshow.com and a pimp's perspective. From a pimp's perspective, featuring Eminem, make sure you're tuning in live exclusively on The Crystal Show. What up, Chris? What up, Radio World? It's your boy Eminem, a.k.a. My Mind. Yeah, money maker, the whole breaker. Yeah, mister, she get laid, I get paid, motherfucker. You know, I'm the face that's never sad. Sweetie, I'm the dad you never hate. When times are rough and things are tough, sugar don't think too hard. There's always mother maker's credit card. So sit back and listen to my directive as I give you this real shit from a pimp's perspective. Mm, give it to me, daddy. And that is, uh, I want to thank The Crystal Show for being a sponsor of the Talk to Q Radio Show. Listen to A Pimp's Perspective, a very interesting take on different subjects is given, as only Eminem can give. Uh, be sure to go to thecrystalshow.com and check it out. It's very entertaining. Um, Eminem does not disappoint. All right. Uh, tonight's show, how important is sleep to you? Now, this is something that um, I take for granted way too often. Um, and In fact, I should be asleep now instead of having a show tonight because I'm dog-tired after um, an awesome weekend. Um, by the way, Eminem had his annual art show this weekend. It's like number 12 or number 13. I don't know how many he's had. And it was a good time to be had. Um, I saw a bunch of old friends, uh, met a new Facebook friend. Uh, who came out decided to check out the art. Shouts out to Dr. Farah. And um, everyone had a good time, and Eminem did his thing. You know, had a bunch of new artwork, and um, it was very enjoyable. So for those who missed it this year, just keep in mind the first weekend in December, the first Saturday in December uh, is when he'll have it for next year. And so, but anywho, you know, getting rest is essential to our lives, but it's more of a priority to some than it is to others. Now, I shun sleep regularly, but now that I'm getting older, it's starting to catch up with me, and I'm trying to do better. At one time, I was going to bed at 12.30, o'clock every night, getting up at 5.30. Now, I find myself going to bed as early as, I guess on average, 10.30 uh, is what I'll do, but I've gone as early as 9.30 on some nights. And, uh, you know, back in the day, because I wasn't getting enough sleep, I get sleepy while driving on long trips. I get sleepy and fall asleep watching a football game. And, you know, sometimes it's just simply because I'm just, just dog tired, like I said. So tonight we'll discuss why rest is important and how we can reclaim the rest a lot of us got when we were in school back in the day. That's when we probably got the most sleep. But... To help discuss that, I need to go to the phones. And I will start to the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida. And welcome on the man in back, Black Buck. What's going on, Buck? 
What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Doing well, man. How are you? Doing great. Fantastic. Having some Indian summer down here in Pensacola. 74 degrees today, people. And it's coming, you know, we're two, about two or three weeks out from Christmas, man. It's awesome having 74 degrees and 55-degree nights, so you can burn, you burn a little fire out at night. Man, you can't beat this weather right here. That's what's up. All right, oh. to the 732 area code I go. The Garden State of New Jersey to welcome on the show enforcer and show legend, Ray. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, Q? What's up, Bug? How y'all doing tonight? Doing well, man. How you doing? I'm pretty good. Okay, cool. Happy belated birthday to you, bro. All right, thank you. All right. We will go ahead and get started. One, five. But around what time do you get to bed every night? Who, me? Yeah. Um, typically, typically about 12 o'clock. About midnight? Yeah, and the reason reason being, um, if I go to bed any earlier than that, I typically don't stay asleep. Um, it's very hard for me to go to bed at 10 o'clock at night. Because if I go to bed at 10, I'll be up at 2 o'clock almost automatic. And uh, my, my sleep patterns have been really, really bad for a long time. And um, if I go to bed later, I tend to stay asleep all night. And I'll get up at like 8 o'clock in the morning. So 12 o'clock is a good, you know. I sometimes get up maybe 6, maybe 7. It just depends on what I have to do that day. But typically for me, um, I have to go to bed at 12 o'clock or at least no no earlier than 11 o'clock. Okay. And, Ray, what about you? What works for you, man? I, I know at one time you were working a, a crazy schedule, uh, well, at least crazy for, I guess, an irregular schedule, <laughs> I guess. But uh, yeah. what about you, man? How much, you know, what, what time do you use to get to bed every evening? Well, I used to work overnight. You know, six okay. in the morning, six at night. I mean, six at night, six in the morning. But now my schedule switched, so I have to get up, you know, at four thirty in the morning. So that's why some shows I like, man. You know, stay up for Sunday night football, Monday night. You know, it's hard for me to do it on Tuesday and Wednesday. I either have to pick one day or other when I come on the show, cause you yeah. know, I sleep, man. Four hours, three three days back to back. You start getting kind of tired, but. Um, normally, well, football season, I stay up a little later, but ideally I like to get to sleep about 1030, something like that. But, you know, Sunday okay. night football, I'd be up a little later, Monday night I'd be up a little later, but regular, yeah, about 1030. Okay. And so, uh, Ray, I'll stick with you. How much sleep do you require every night in order to wake up feeling refreshed the next day? Like, if you had your way every night, how much sleep would you get? Uh, I would say about six and a half hours would be good, you know. But all that four and stuff like that, it, you know, three days of that, you you exhausted. But for the most part, I would say six and a half would be good. Okay. And let's see on Twitter. Uh C Morgan Fly chimed in and said eight hours. She said back in the day I used to be able to rock with just five or six, not anymore though. Uh Amber Shot chimed in and said I usually get between five and six hours. 
But what about you? I, seven, seven is a sweet spot for me. If I can get seven hours, I feel pretty good. Um, as I'm getting older, I'm I'm noticing, you know, I'm I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, change my sleeping patterns back to where I can at least try to get eight hours. My schedule's somewhat flexible at the moment, so I'm trying to take advantage of it while I can because, you know, it's 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 hard for me to sleep, you know. Even if I went to bed early, it's just it's just so hard to stay asleep these days, and I'm not sure why that is. And I guess, you know, I've had I've worked jobs that worked numerous hours for a long time, and mm-hmm. now that I, you know, more on a regular schedule, my body your body is trained, to, you know, on certain certain time periods. You know, when it comes to you know, if you work 14 hour days, you just can't come home and go to sleep, even if you are tired. You have to sit down a little bit and kind of rest, you know, kind of wind down, so to speak, before you can actually, you know, um, get ready to go to bed or whatnot. So um, you get if you get home at 10 o'clock, it's hard for you to go to sleep. You know, you may you may have eaten, you may not have by the time you wind down at 12 o'clock. So I had a lot of that going on for a long period of time. So your body kind of gets used to that mindset. So now I'm trying to get it, you know, revert back. You know, it's hard to revert, you know, try to get it to go back to where it used to be, but I'm trying to, you know, get it to where it's back that way again. Okay. And um, I don't know, I'm going to write about six and a half hours, and I'm pretty good. So that's what I try to do. Um, but, but are there some things that you would prioritize over going to sleep at your preferred time? I mean, what would make you say, you know what, I'll get to sleep a little later? Sex. <laughs> that was easy. Yeah, for that. yeah, but other than that, um, you know, you, there's lots of things. I mean, the, you know, I, if we're doing a radio show or something like that, you know, I'm definitely going to stay up for that. Um, if um, if I want to go for a late-night bike ride or something or go to the gym, work out, um, my gym stays open 24 hours, so I'll have to do is, you know, use a little key to get in. And I can go to the gym at night. So those are things that I would do, you know, to, you know, other than go to sleep. But if you go to the only thing is if you ride your bike and go to the gym, you're gonna end up staying up late, later, because your endorphins will be moving around, you know, active at that point. So you're not gonna be sleepy. So keep that in mind. If you, you know, now if you work a different schedule, like two to eleven. And then you want to get out, you know, you want to go to the gym and then come home because you're going to go to bed at a different time. And that's that's different. But for those that go to, you know, should be going to bed at a normal time, and those are the reasons why I would end up staying awake. Okay, Ray, what about you, man? Uh, you said that again? What are some things that you'll prioritize over going to sleep at your preferred time? Oh, okay, man. I would say, um, you know, of course, watching the game. You know, talk to Q radio show. Uh, you know, uh, maybe watching something good on on DVR, something like that, maybe. Okay. But, all right. Yeah. And for me, I think of any of the things that you all have mentioned, uh, that would do it for me. Every blue moon, if I'm cleaning up and I'm kind of in a groove. I'll try to get stuff done before I go to bed. So I'll I'll do a little cleaning up, but for the most part, 
it's going to be, you know, something sports-related or something woman-related that's going to keep me from going to bed at my preferred time. Um, <laughs> so, but, uh, so, Buck, what's the end result of you not getting your preferred amount of sleep? I mean, what happens? How do you feel the next day? Does it affect your mood? Uh, does it make you sloppy at work? How does it affect you? Well, for me, it really doesn't affect me too much, um, simply because I've done it for so long. Um, but, there, I mean, there are days that it does affect me. When it does affect me, um, sluggish. Um, it seems like I burn more energy. So, like, take, for example, if I didn't get the proper proper amount of sleep and I didn't eat breakfast that morning, it's not because I didn't eat. It's just the fact that I'm just super tired. Um, I'll, I get really, really sluggish, get shakes. On those type of things, because if I did any of what I said earlier, then that may that may contribute to the, you know, the adverse effects of not getting the proper sleep. So, mm-hmm. um, but you know, um, the sluggishness, uh, not being able to stay focused on whatever I'm doing that particular day, um, a whole lot slower in my daily activities. Um, you know, not as sharp. Um, you know, doing the things that I, that I normally do on a day-to-day basis, because I do a lot of different things on, a, you know, anything from property management work to carpet cleaning to whatever. So, when you're doing all that kind of stuff, you got to be on your p's and q's, and you know, you don't want to be messing with, for example, plumbing, for example, and you're trying to tighten up a pipe or something, and your hand slipped because you're too tired to hold the wrench you got in your hand. You Slip, you know, that's how you, you know, have accidents where you cut your hand or, you know, not, you know, bruise a fingernail or something like that. So, those are the kind of things that kind of happen when you don't be on top of your game and don't get the proper sleep. Okay, Ray, how does uh, lack of sleep affect you, man? Does it affect your mood at all? Do you have any mood swings or anything? Uh, no. I mean. It, it it all depends on what I'm doing. If I want to have a lot of sleep, I just got to keep moving. You know, mm-hmm. like before I got married, I used to, to go hard and work a lot of hours. But now, you know, things slowed up. So I really can't do it like that. But, you know, it used to be times I'd be so tired after sleeping in the parking lot of, like, grocery stores or whatever after I get through shopping or whatever. Wow. But it's like, um, yeah, it was... It was just get up, work, get up, lay down, work, and you know sometimes you get four hours here, five hours there. And if I you know go visit my parents or whatever, if I just sit on the couch and for a minute, if they're not talking to me, I'm gonna instantly fall asleep. Yeah. You know, or you know if I but if I'm as long as I'm staying busy, I'm okay. If I come to a, Anything sitting down. I used to go on dates the movie theaters and fall asleep on these chicks and everything. But, you know, but, you know, for the most part, you know, it just makes you, you tired. And I didn't realize how sleep-deprived I was Yeah. until, you know, I really started to slow down a little bit and start realizing that sleep is, is very important. It is, man, and uh, like with me, it doesn't uh, affect my mood negatively, but normally when I'm sleepy, I talk a lot, 
and I guess because that's the only way I can try to stay awake. So I, I just I make a lot of conversation when I'm sleepy, and it's just a way of keeping myself up, I guess. But uh, yeah, I get sluggish. You know, my blinks take like two seconds to blink, and um, you know, you might look up at the keyboard or look up on the screen. Um, on your computer, and you got like 75 L's on the screen because your hand fell asleep, your hand was pressing on the keyboard, and all this stuff. And so it can have an adverse effect on you and affect your performance. And um, a lot of people don't realize that, and they may not take it as seriously because everyone thinks that they can uh, bounce back, especially when you're younger. So, uh, well, Ray, let me ask you this: Do do does coffee or energy drinks give you what you need to avoid dragging? Um, on a day when you've had a lack of sleep? No, I never had a cup of coffee in my life. I mean, oh, okay. um, you know, no, nah, I'm not a coffee drinker. I mean, I always wondered about coffee because, you know, I like ocean spray, I like Tropicana, but I don't have to have it. Mm-hmm. But people that have to have coffee three, four times a day, it always made me wonder about that. So I never really messed with it. And it's been so long now that, you know, I don't even have the desire to taste it. You know, they come up with all this stuff with whipped cream on the on the coffee and all that, and right. feel coffee. So, no, I don't, I don't have nothing like that. I just uh, just go on all willpower. But what about you? Do you do energy drinks or coffee? I typically don't do energy drinks or coffee. I'm not a huge coffee drinker either. Um, but I can tell you this, in the event that you do need something, I, I, the energy, the monster energy drinks, I can't do. Um, the, the only time I can do one of those is if I'm drinking it at a mixed drink or something. Um, but um, from a, but um, the five-hour energy actually does quite well. I do real well with those. So, if, you know, it's uh, one of those days where, you know, I've been up. There are instances where, you know, depending if I'm doing a restoration job where you have to work straight, you know, you work 16, 17, maybe even 24 hours straight. Um, it is uh, it is imperative that you stay awake. And the five-hour energy does work, and it doesn't give you, you know, you don't have, a, you know, adverse effects by taking it. I don't, you know, it's, it's you know, for one, it, it really, really works. You know, that's one that does for me. But Monster Energy Drink does not work for me. Coffee doesn't work for me either. If, I, if I'm really, really tired and I drink a cup of coffee, I actually get sleepier um, if I end up, you know, doing something like that. So, Okay. You know, for me, um, I only the only way I'll drink coffee is if, um, well, traditional coffee, it has to be really cold. And I have to be just, you know, at my last resort and uh, to drink coffee. But as far as energy drinks, I had my first energy drink uh, probably early this year. And that was inside of a shot <laughs> that I had at a bar. And uh, I didn't even know the energy, energy drink was part of the shot. I had this shot called a Vegas bomb that one of my coworkers bought me. And afterwards, I found out that it had Red Bull in it. But I've never tasted an energy drink just by itself, um, and I've never had a desire to taste it because I just I just feel like those things get you hooked. I mean, Ray, is that kind of how you feel too? That you'll get hooked on that caffeine and you'll have that high, 
and then come crashing down later and be twice as worse? Oh, uh, no, I have I have tried five-hour energy. So oh, okay. It's like, you know, uh, when, when, I'm, when I'm driving, you know, when I'm driving south or something like that, you know, because a lot of times I may try to lay down for a couple of hours before I get started, and I really can't. And it's like, you know, I, I, I guess I'd be anxious or whatever, and, you know, I get up and I hit the road somewhat tired. And it's all right going down because, you know, you sightsee your family or your girl or whatever the case, whoever I was going to see. But on the way back, that's when everything kicks in. And, man, I get so tired that, mm-hmm. you know, I have to stop and be like, you know, I have to get me a five-hour energy or something because literally I would go two or three states nodding off. You know, mm-hmm. I, my tires be hitting the rail like, ah, ah, ah. But, you know, strange as it sounds, I wake up every five or six seconds. A lot of people say, how can you do that? But, you know, I did it. Well, I've been That's doing a bad it for a long feeling. time. Yeah. So, you know, I won't do it like that now because, you know, I have my wife and stuff to stop me from doing it like that. And, you know, so. But, yeah, five-hour energy, I took them. They they do work good, like Buck said. Yeah. And uh, I feel you on that, though, man. It's a bad feeling when it's like you wake up and you wonder how long you've been asleep. And, um, yeah, going up and down that road is the last thing you want to do and be sleepy. I've never tried five-hour energy. Um, now, is that a drink or a powder? I've never tried it. It's a drink. It's a drink. It's a drink. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, let's talk about uh, – let's, let's flip the script a little bit. Well, as a matter of fact uh, – Let's see. Yeah. Um, Buck, how do you feel about parents who let their young kids, let's say under 12 years old, stay at, stay up as late as they want on a school night? Not a good idea. Uh, I think kid, young kids need to be on a schedule. I think actually teenagers also need to be on a, a schedule as well, um, simply because um, they need a proper rest. Um any of these kids that are on, you know, the ADD, ADHD, any of them kids, all oh, them son bitches need to go to sleep early. They don't need to stay up late, late, simply because that makes that their symptoms of that particular issue that they have worse. Simply because my middle child had it, so that's reason I know from experience. The later he stayed up, the worse he was the next day. He couldn't focus on things he needed to focus on, even when he was taking his medication. So sleep was very, very important to him. Um, he had to get eight hours minimum just so he could function properly the next day. Um, so any of the kids that stand up, you know, any of the younger kids that stand up super late, that is, that's a definite no-no. They should not be doing that at all. All right, Ray, what do you think? How do you feel about parents who let their under-12-year-old kids stay up as late as they want on a school night? Yeah, I mean, I, I really disagree with that. I mean, I see that sometimes and around here, and it's just, just crazy. You come in the house 12, 31 o'clock, coming for a movie or something, and kids seven years old or something running around outside. You know, what kind of <laughs> shit is that? <laughs> I mean... I mean, I mean, really. I mean, I think that you know, a kid that's 
definitely a preteen on a school night to be in the beat. Now, when I went to school, of course, you know, I stayed up maybe 11 o'clock and stuff like that. But then again, you have to know the kid and you got to make some grades and you got to have some sort of responsibilities. Mm-hmm. But not a good idea to let a kid stay up. I think uh, any kid under 13 really should be in the bed by 10 o'clock. Okay. You know, and, and uh, he's younger than that, probably 9 o'clock. Yeah, I remember when I was growing up, um, up until I was about, uh, I guess up until I was in third grade, my mom would make me go to bed at 8 o'clock, and I got to stay up until 8.30 uh, on Monday Night Football when Monday Night Football was on, and until 9 o'clock when the Cowboys were playing. But, um, you know, they used to make me go to bed, man. And then as I got older, of course, it kind of progressed. But um, I, I'm kind of like you. I've been over someone's house, and I'm like, what the kids doing up? You know, it's 1030, you watching the news, and then the kids running around playing and acting like it's daylight outside and stuff. So I just don't think that's good for a kid at all. And that's probably why some kids do so poorly in school. But, uh, now, Ray, you mentioned, uh, like, having to take naps wherever you could. So, I mean, as far as naps go, do power naps work for you, like 15, 20 minutes, or do you require more lengthy naps and get at least an hour when it comes to a nap? Uh, no, a power nap is good. I mean, as long as I get a chance to rest a little bit, I'm good to go. So it's like, you know, whether it's somebody else's driving and, you know, sleep in the car and, you know, it might be a 30-minute ride or whatever, but if you got a chance to shut your eyes a little bit, you know, that makes everything, you know, a lot better than than what it would have been. So, mm-hmm. you know, power nap is good. I mean, of course, it's nicer to get that hour, but a power nap works good. All right, Buck, what about you, man? Can you do a power nap, or do you have to get, like, a good hour? Ooh, I've done power naps before, and they, they're okay. Um, really not sufficient for me. I really kind of need more closer to that hour. Um, 45 minutes really kind of works pretty good for me if I'm really, really tired and I just have to close my eyes for a little bit. 45 minutes is usually that benchmark. I'm going to call it a benchmark. That'll, that works for me. But a power nap, 15 minutes or something like that, that's not going to work for me because that's actually going to make me feel worse. So it's just better for me to have a little bit more time. Yeah, a power nap would mess me up too, man. I'll take a 15, 20-minute nap, and it's like I never wake up. It's like I'm just in a, in a fog the rest of the day. But if I can get a good hour then I'm usually all right, but I, I don't know. It's like I get deep off into a sleep, and I wake up in 15, 20 minutes, man. I'm just not any good. So I don't know if that's something you have to kind of learn how to do and get used to taking those quick naps or if it's just something that has to come naturally to you. But, uh, yeah, 15, 20-minute nap just doesn't always do me that bit of good. But, but what's your what's your go-to remedy when you're not able to sleep? Well, what do you do to help you go to sleep? Can we go to sleep? <laughs> Not be in the bed, I can tell you that much. It's actually better for me to fall asleep in a chair or a couch 
if I'm really tired and I can't go to sleep in the bed, it's actually better for me to just change the area where I'm where I typically do sleep. Right. Um, to go to sleep. Sometimes um, there's sometimes where you can be just wide awake, and you you've seen what my house looks like. I'll actually I have a blow up mattress that I put in my game room that I have for guests or you know family and whatnot. But sometimes I sleep on that blow up mattress, and it, because I'm in a different area, sometimes you can sleep better in a different area sometimes than you can in the, the way you normally sleep. So with that, sometimes you just have to change your area. Maybe it can get maybe it's darker in that room versus being in your room. I have a fish tank in my room. Sometimes I leave it on, sometimes I don't. Um, but my game room, since I got a lot of stuff hanging in it, it is it's fairly dark. So, and it doesn't have that in the windows, you know, with the blinds in them, actually close off really well. So, there's no the street light can't beam into it because I have a carport out in front of it. Um, mm-hmm. It's fairly dark on the side where the other window is, so it gets dark in that room. So sometimes I will go to sleep in that room, even sometimes on the floor. You know, I don't, you shouldn't do that, but because um, <laughs> it's concrete underneath it. But um, I will sleep in there versus sleeping in my own bedroom. So, so my bed is comfortable, but sometimes you just got to be in a different area. Okay, Ray, what about you, man? What do you do to, uh, you know, what's your go-to move when you need to get some sleep and you're not able to do it? What What do you do to try to help you sleep? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. I guess, man, I'm real tired. I, I just go to sleep. You know, <laughs> it's not really uh nothing I really have to do. I mean, if... I mean, once in a while, if you up late, you know you got to get up early, and you got to go to sleep. I guess you just just lay there to us, till you till you doze off or whatever. Or like, well, say sit up in a chair. If I know I got to get up in three hours, it's best to sleep in a chair, not get in the bed. Yeah. Or so you pull them covers and stuff over your shoulders and all that is over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you mess around, supposed to be up at, at, at 5 o'clock. You look up at 8 o'clock, you got no more shit. Yeah, I don't go to sleep like that. You know, so, yeah, I would say get somewhere where it's comfortable but not extremely comfortable. Okay. And my go-to thing is the couch. Uh, I get up out of bed and I get on my couch and get in my recliner. And a lot of times uh, I'll turn on uh, Judge Judy, and I'll drift off in the middle of a oh, case. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why yeah, that works. I for love me. watching Judge Judy too. Yeah. So I'm um, listening to her call people stupid. Just kind of soothes me a little bit, I guess. And I, <laughs> and I'll drift right off. But um, okay, so how do you, Buck? Let me go back to you. Just a couple more questions, and uh, then we'll get into some zone coverage. But how do you handle a mate who does not, uh, well, let's say maybe they hog the bed, they snore, she has cold feet, she talks in her sleep, she steals the cover. I mean, how do you handle someone that may be a little challenging to sleep with? Try to make sure they go to sleep first. (laughs) Um, And I would, you know... um, Because a lot of times when you have those kind of, when you have those kind of issues... Um, try to make sure that they're comfortable first. Um, a lot of things cause you to snore, um, other than just your little uvula hanging down in the middle of your throat. 
um, if you if your pillars are too high, where they hold your head up at an angle, versus a pillar that's more more flat, um, that can make you that can make you snore. Or if you stayed up too long, that can make you snore. Um, sometimes smoking cigarettes or you drinking can make you snore more than normal. Um, there's a lot of things into it. Um, if her feet are cold, then I'm gonna massage her feet until they're warm enough to where she's comfortable, where she can go to sleep. But if I snore, then it's important for them to go to sleep early, uh, earlier than you do. So, you know, if you know, it's best to get them into the sleep mode quicker. So therefore, you can just go ahead and, um, you know, get them comfortable first. Versus you falling asleep before they do. Okay, Ray, how do you handle people who may be a little challenging to sleep with? Cold feet, steal the cover, hard to bed, talking to sleep, or whatever. Oh yeah, I mean, you mean it, it? It's hard for hard for them, or it's hard for me to adjust to them. How hard for you to adjust to them? Oh, I mean, no. I mean, once I get tired, that's pretty much in anyway. I I can fall asleep in the club with the music blasting if I'm tired enough. Like some people need this quiet and the shades pulled down and all that. No, I mean, if I'm tired. It, it don't it don't matter. Yeah, I'm be in the club with my head on the speaker. If I'm tired enough. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> but you know, as far as like a a maid or something like that, you know, I never had nobody to drastically had to have the temperatures different and stuff like that. But, you know, I guess a case like that, man, they just got to get in where they fit in. Because, you know, I know a lot of women see guys snore and this, that, and other. What you going to do? You going to stop right. and sleep lighter than you normally sleep? They got to get in where they fit in. Yeah. And uh, I remember the weirdest thing I ever happened. I mean, I've dealt with people who I've dealt with cold feet, people who steal the covers, people who hog the bed, um, people who snore, people who even talk in their sleep. Uh, that was very unusual. That took some getting used to. But the weirdest thing I ever experienced was this lady that I dated. 